The Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Altus. Good evening, everybody. The doors to the Chiefs kingdom are open, and tonight we are in Blue Springs at the Hy-Vee Market Grill at the intersection of U.S. Highway 40 and Missouri 7 Highway in Blue Springs. We've got a great crowd out here tonight for our uh, Chiefs kingdom show again at the Hy-Vee Market Grill. If you're in the neighborhood, come join us. Uh, later in the show, Spencer Ware will be my guest. A remarkable story, one of my favorite players. You'll find out why later in the show. A reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom show is presented by Bad Boy Mowers. The Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. Make a great Christmas gift. Put a bad boy mower in your loved one's stocking, and it'd be awesome. Uh, But, again, we uh, love the folks at Bad Boy Mowers. Also, a reminder, the folks from Hy-Vee make my Mondays. I mentioned this last week, the last several weeks. Because Mondays throughout the month of October, you can save big with hy V And kids. we got a lot of kids here tonight, right? Bunch of kids. Here we go. You can stop in hy V on Saturday, October 27th, between 1 and 3 p.m. for the kids' Halloween party. Going to be a blast. Special coloring activities, cookie and pumpkin decorating, and a whole lot more. That is the 27th of October on a Saturday, right before the, uh, uh, the Broncos game in the rematch on the 28th. And our specials tonight, we've got a sellout crowd here tonight. Unlimited wings and fries, just 12 bucks. Half-off tacos. Doesn't get any bigger than that. Half-off tacos all through October here at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs at 40 Highway and Missouri 7 Intersection. And a half-glass wine tonight uh, for National Red Wine Day. Anyway, great to have everybody out here tonight. We have got our uh, normal crew out here, but we've got some special folks as well. The Red Coders are here tonight in force. The Geeks are here tonight. Snowstorm Sandy is here tonight. Autograph Geek is here tonight. The Taj Mahal Tailgaters all the way from Savannah, Missouri. Susie Bling Bling. Kent the Cake Packer here tonight. Ryan the Cowboy I think is here tonight. Home game tonight for the Lake Lottawana Lake Rats. Every week we have a four-generation celebration of the Lake Lottawana Lake Rats, and we are near their uh, home base. Also, the Red Guard is here tonight we got a lot of new fans here tonight. we got Reed's Redheads uh, that are here tonight as well. But a special guest tonight has uh, walked in. Casey Wolf is here tonight, the one and the only. Casey Wolf, everybody, there he is. Our favorite mammal, Casey Wolf, and he is ready to go. Here's why he's ready. We get a home game this week for Sunday night football against the Cincinnati Bengals. The team that's helmets looks like your bowling ball. They're coming in for Sunday night football. All right, last night, what a game. 43-40, to narrow loss to the New England Patriots. Who's ready for the rematch against those guys? Yep. We'll just take that as it comes, but we'll play them anywhere. We'll play them in Blue Springs. We'll play them 
in Foxborough. We play them in Kansas City, but we'll play those dudes again, uh, I'm thinking. But we've got to take the matter at hand against Cincinnati. But when you get a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, throws the two interceptions, and then he obliterates them in the second half, just goes bananas. Uh, we're going to hear some of the highlights. 67 yards to Kareem Hunt, 75 to Tyreek Hill. Couldn't hang with the cheetah. He ran past everybody. When you get that done as a quarterback, uh, it's time to put the hammer down. And by the way, if you follow us on Facebook, uh, the new gold hammer has been uh, used. Tonight, Spencer Ware will be the first active player on our roster to use the new gold hammer that is now the official hammer of the Chiefs Kingdom show. Also, the Chiefs defense, it's so tough because when you play Tom Brady, 55 come-from-behind victories for that dude. We know he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Uh, But when that defense was fighting, trying to fight him tooth and nail, and you sack strip him by Breland Speaks in his first NFL start, you get a big fumble recovery. Uh, Allen Bailey's played good, consistent football this defense. Beat up last night, had to play different guys. But uh, there's some uh, upside to this. Hey, to get that play, to sack strip and get a fumble recovery against Tom Brady and Foxborough, that was huge. Here's the other thing. The schedule now flips. The Chiefs at 5-1, and one, still leading the AFC. There's only one undefeated team left. That's the Rams slash Goats, and they're 6-0, and oh, but they're in the NFC. We'll see them in Mexico City in November. It's now time to flip and turn the doors open for Arrowhead Stadium. It starts this Sunday night, Sunday night football, center stage. No place is better on primetime than Arrowhead Stadium. And tonight's the night we start and light that fuse and the fire for that game. So, again, Spencer Ware, a native of Cincinnati, will be my guest later in the show. But we're going to hear from head coach Andy Reid when we come back. I had a chance to talk with Andy Reid. He pulls an all-nighter. We got in at 6 a.m., and he doesn't stop, man. He just rolls. He just keeps right on ripping through it to get ready for the Bengals. But I had a chance to talk with him earlier today. Again, we're at the Highview Market Grill uh, in Blue Springs at the corner of 40 Highway and Missouri Highway 7. We'll hear from Andy Reid when we come back on the Chiefs Fox Football Radio Network. Seven-yard touchdown. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs. Again, come join us if you're in the neighborhood. We're at the uh, corner of Highway U.S. Highway 40 and Missouri 7 in uh, Blue Springs. And a reminder, uh, Hy-Vee's got some special things going on. The Make My Mondays at Hy-Vee. Consider your Monday made. Uh, watch for the weekly Make My Monday Hy-Vee special. It's uh, every Monday now through October, save big with Hy-Vee. And tonight, our specials here, unlimited wings and fries, uh, just 12 bucks, half off tacos all through the month of October, including here, including here at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blues Springs. Had a chance to talk. Okay, this game yesterday was crazy. Uh, 83 points in the game. There were 22 possessions combined, 11, 11 possessions for both teams. Combined, the team scored on 17 of the 22 possessions. We know about the interceptions earlier uh, in the first half by Patrick Mahomes, but then in the second half, that play that you just heard, the 67-yarder to Kareem Hunt, 
got things rolling in the second half, and the Patriots couldn't stop the Chiefs' offense. And so uh, it was a big night. I had a chance to talk with uh, head coach Andy Reid earlier today, and let's listen to that conversation as later in the show, Spencer Ware will be my guest tonight. But here, let's first Andy Reid. Welcome back to the Hy-Vee Market Grill. We're in Blue Springs tonight. If you've got a chance to stop by, do so. And fist pup Spencer Ware, a guy who's fought back a couple times from injuries and a guy that helps us win football games. But with me now is the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. Last night, the Chiefs losing uh, to the New England Patriots. Coach, 83 points, 22 possessions, 17 scores on 22 possessions. As the smoke cleared on that game, your thoughts as you look back at it? Yeah, there there were some there were some good things and there there were some things that we can definitely learn from uh, as a young as a young team. So um, we we had an opportunity to play a lot of different guys and to see them come together throughout that game and it kept getting better and better as it went on um, was was a, that was one of the pluses. Um, you learn that you can't against good football teams. You, you can't you can't start off the way we started off. So. Um, and you've got to you got to take care of business there. But again, when you study the tape for for some of my young guys here, um, this this is going to be a great experience for them to to look at it, study it, and then we've got the kind of guys that don't repeat the same things over. So that ends up making it a real plus. That's where it gets exciting. Let me ask you about Patrick. Three games in a row now. It hasn't gone exactly according to script, and yet. He fights back. What is he showing you in the fact that he's handling those first two picks to come back roaring in the second half? Yeah, he's a he's a gritty kid, man. He he uh, he didn't start off the the way he wanted to start it off uh, uh, last night, but um, he he doesn't hang his head. You know, he, he gets he gets upset, uh, but yet he fixes the the problem. He's, he doesn't shy away from it. He doesn't never never makes excuses and. For a young guy, that's a tough thing, man. You know, the, these quarterbacks have a lot of responsibility uh, on their back, uh, organizationally and and uh, from their team and teammates there. So um, it, it's uh, uh, for him to handle it the way he handles it. I think is a real tribute to the kid, and and you get to see it. I mean, well, he's growing right in front of us. We're all watching it, and and uh, it's exciting. It is, isn't that. New England's been one of the best red zone teams for years. Coach Belichick, the first half, that when they do different things and make it tough, but you got him in the second half in the red zone. What does that mean for this week coming up and the weeks ahead? Yeah, well, they're one of the leading team defense teams in the red zone. We figured it out. Halftime, we were able to put some things together and come back, and and uh, we executed better is what we really did. And, and um, it was, again, a tribute to the coaches and players for being able to do that and and guys making plays. I mean, Tyreek Hill had a, a huge day, and you saw a guy down there, you know, one of these guys throw beer in his face after he scored, and, and he didn't flinch. He didn't, you know, jump in the stands or do any of this. He handled like a pro and, and came back and, you know, and uh, back to the bench and <laughs> washed himself off and went. But, um, you know, it was a low-class move by, by that person, but a high-class move by, by Tyreek. Love this team and the way it's developing. I want to ask you, too, the offensive line. Morse goes down. Going to move Debbie over. You have taught me there's no wasted time. And last year in that Denver game, week 17, Debbie had to play center when Patrick got his shot. How much did that mean for those guys? And then you got Wiley and just filling in and going with it. 
Yeah, so Andy does a nice job. Andy Heck does a nice job of rotating his guys during the week, and um, they've all been in positions where they've started somewhere either in preseason or during the regular season last year. And and so um, for for that to take place, was, it was smooth transition, um, and and guys just they worked it out and. And uh, and Debbie's a good communicator, so uh, he made he made sure he kind of kept everybody in the nest there and going in the right direction and did a good job with it. Let me ask you on the defensive side. Saw some great effort. Your bigs up front. There, Jenkins made some plays. Um, Bailey's been consistent. Uh, Speaks hacked the ball out when you got it away from from Brady. Just the way those guys are continuing to develop, because you asked a lot of some young guys last night. Yeah, Naughty, you know, Naughty, I put him right in there. He had some real uh, big time plays in there too. So uh, I thought that front seven uh, did a did a decent job there um, of the run and the pass game. We got to tighten it up a little bit on the run, and, and we included some secondary guys in there too with the linebackers and and the D-line, and so when you're in there, you got to take care of business. We had a couple of overloads there that we we didn't do a very good job on when we were right in position, but uh, we can do better in, in, in the run game part of it. The pass game part, we're putting pressure on the quarterback. Every quarterback that we've gone against, we've been able to do that. So um, every week's a new challenge for you against a new offensive line, and so you got to learn from this and, and, and even get better than what you did. Members rookie minicamp right after the draft, and I saw Traymond Smith going, hmm, intriguing kid. I remember even asking you about 39 right after rookie minicamp. Then he gets the 97-yard return. Him stepping in and his upside. Yeah, I mean th those were those were big shoes to fill in when you're going in for Dad, and Dad's done it for a few years with us. So uh, for Traymond to go in and do what he did, I my hats off to him. You know, Dave had a nice scheme set up and, and and the guys executed the block for him. And then when he hit it, he hit it and he hit it fast. And so um, I thought overall, when he had opportunities, he did a real nice job. And finally, I mean, just the leadership role you've got it. Let's be honest now, you get the guys get to bed maybe six or seven in the morning. Here comes Cincinnati. They had a heartbreaking loss to Pittsburgh handling this week uh, for your staff and for your guys. Yeah, you get right back into the process, and and so um, if you if you believe in that and and you uh, you trust it, um, then you know how to do that. And it's like jumping in water; you just go and you start paddling, and you make sure that you get yourself right for that opponent, that ex opponent. Got a good one coming in here. Cincinnati's a good football team, so um, we've got to get into it and, and get going. Our guys will do that. They, they understand it. We have enough, uh, senior leadership there that they, that helps guide us too. So they, the guys have been through it. Uh, but it'll be here in a heartbeat. Can't wait to play in Arrowhead. And finally, uh, you brought an edge. Uh, this team, I love this team because it's got an edge to it. And we got Spencer Ware here tonight, a guy who's fought back a couple of times, uh, just the edge that he gives you at running back. Yeah, Spencer's a tough nut, man. I talk about dirty, tough guys. He's dirty, tough, and loves to play the game. People don't know, but he was a great baseball player and a good quarterback. I mean, he's got a big-time arm now. Uh, we haven't probably used it enough, but he, he went to LSU as a quarterback, not a running back. All right, Coach, thanks for being with us tonight and a little sleep-deprived. We, we appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Mitch. Appreciate it. All right, Head Coach Andy Reeds, and? Hi to the Redheads.
<laughs> they're here. Eve, they're sleep deprived. When we come back, we'll talk with Spencer. We're again, we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs on 40 Highway. If you're in the neighborhood, come give a fist pump to Spencer Ware. Uh, he deserves it. Back after this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Big time, a lot of time for Tom Brady. Now it breaks down, flush to the right side. Brady in trouble, being chased. Now he's going to be hit and drop the ball. He drops the ball. The Chiefs have it at the 29. Yep, that was a takeaway against Tom Brady, the 10th of the year for the Patriots. Welcome back to our hy Market Grill. We're in Blue Springs tonight at the uh, intersection of US 40 Highway and Missouri Highway 7 in Blue Springs. We heard from Andy Reid. Uh, this team now tries to get ready for Sunday night football at home. Who's ready for that? At home against the Cincinnati Bengals. A reminder, the Chiefs Kingdom Show is presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Mow with an attitude. Mow with Bad Boy Mowers. The Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country. And also, Hy-Vee, a big uh, event coming up, the Halloween event. That will be between 1 and 3 p.m. on Saturday, October 27th. Uh, for the kids' Halloween party. Lots of stuff going on between 1 and 3 at Hy-Vee, Saturday, October 27th. Unlimited wings and fries tonight if you're in the neighborhood, just 12 bucks and half-off tacos um, all throughout October here in the Hy-Vee Market Grill. It is a distinct pleasure now for me to introduce to you, he's been one of my favorite players ever since he got here in 2015, I think was your first year, wasn't it? 2015, yeah. 14. Anyway, 15. one of my favorite players uh, because this is one of the toughest and most resilient dudes on our football team. And I appreciate the way that he just keeps coming back and helps us win games. But tonight, Spencer Ware is our guest, ladies and gentlemen. Chiefs running back. And thank you, my friend, for being here on a night where didn't get a whole lot of sleep, did you? Oh, no, no, we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> I don't think it's been a time when I came home that late. I know it was. I was thinking the same thing. I was trying to think: Have we ever been home that late? I don't think so. I don't think so. It just seemed like it just kept getting dragged along, just pushed farther and further back. It seemed like it was later. We got home about six, basically, about the time everybody kind of got home mm-hmm. and settled down. Uh, we'll get into your family. You got a new baby at home. It's not like you uh, walk in and go, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna crash." Like you guys take care of everything, right? Oh yeah, they were. He, he was up. He was, he was up. up. <laughs> he was up. Kind of rough going home, but then you're seeing all the morning traffic coming. It was uh, a little bit crazy. Let's talk about this game uh, a little bit. And what a nutty game, 43-40 to 40 game. Uh, have you ever been a part of something like that? Uh, no, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think back to the last time we actually scored that many points in a game. Uh, yeah, me too. It was just these guys probably because we scored 42 against them last year. Okay, yeah. But that's yeah. when you were rehabbing your mm-hmm. knee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I was still in the hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, and I was. I, I remember. I mean, I'll talk about it. Uh, Seattle in the preseason, I guess. And, but then you did such a good job of rehabbing. Let's start there to get back on the field. And I appreciate you uh, the way you have fought back a couple of times here, but just what it's been like to fight all the way back to get back on the field. Uh, well, first and foremost, I wouldn't be able to do it uh, without my Creator, you know, my God, my God, Lord and Savior, my family, supporters, uh, my wife, mom. Um, you know, it just helped me through those tough times. So it wasn't easy. Uh, I mean, the, all the players, the guys, they get to go have their family vacations and you know have fun during the off season. You got to sit 
and worry about, you know, if you're going to be able to play football again like how you used to. So, I mean, just the journey alone, I mean, the coaching staff, uh, you know, Rick, the training staff, they've been big support. And, um, you know, what I want to do out there on the field is just give back to them just how they gave, uh, have given to me, like, since 2015. So Well, you've been doing that, right? And uh, there's some guys I personally pull for, and this is one of them. It's so awesome to see you back out there on the field. Uh, this is offense, how fun this is right now uh, for you guys. And just the element of everybody kind of pulling together, uh, and especially your running back group. I mean, you guys got a nice little tag team going on uh, where if Kareem taps out, you come in, and all of a sudden you tear him up. I mean, people remember third and 15 against the Chargers, 15-yard uh, screen pass to you. That was um, That play was... Huge. I got a whole bunch of huge plays from Spencer Ware. But um, just this offense and how it's changed, and especially this year and how much fun you're having. Um, I mean, it's good. I mean, Coach Andy Reid, like his his plays that he draws up are just so tremendous. Like, And then having a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes uh, being able to throw it downfield. I mean, it's a lot of fun out there. With me and Kareem and uh, Damian in the running back room with Coach Dillon, um, I mean, we're out there just trying to make plays and, you know, trying to jump on that Mahomes train. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're out there to protect him, have fun, make a lot of plays and score touchdowns. One of the things I've always said about you, and go back to the rally against the Chargers in 2016, the greatest comeback in Chiefs history, it would not have happened had this not young man caught a 42-yard, basically a deep route. He runs a deep corner route and has to adjust his body to make the catch. It's Go back and find it on YouTube if you can. But I open that up because I was talking to Kareem last night. With this quarterback, man, everything's in play all the time, isn't Everything, it? Everything, all the time, all the time. I, I love playing with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I mean, just that energy out there. I mean, he's, he's always looking for you, and he's always uh, has that pep in his step. So that's what I love about him. Uh, he's young. He knows he's going to make mistakes, but... He hasn't made that many, so no, we're just going to keep it moving forward. I love the screen game. Uh, let me say this, though, before that. I talked to Andy today, and I just you heard it on the interview. What I like about this 2018 team is it has an edge to it. I like the edge this team has. And I'm going to give Eric Bianami a little bit of credit here because that's the way that cat, you know, you, he's, you've been as a position coach and now as a coordinator. But what about a little bit of edge to this team, meaning you can run the ball when you need to, you can get tough yards and just the mental and physical toughness you guys have. Um, I mean, you said it. I mean, you basically took the words out of my mouth. I mean, Eric, Coach Eric Bieniemy, um, you know, just his mindset and what he brings as a person, as a human being, like as, as a presence to the team, the Chiefs community, the locker room, he has a lot of respect around there. And when he speaks, he means what he says. So, I mean, having that installed into your quarterback you know most quarterbacks don't have that particular type of coach that's you know in your head that's you know kind of that rah-rah type of guy like coach eb is so right. i mean having that like you really have your quarterback down there you know talking like okay we're going to score like we about to go score this is what we're about to go do punch him right in the mouth like all these things that you know that you get from a defender's mentality is now on our offense, and I think that makes us scary. That is 
Huge. I'm telling you, we've already seen it. Because when people know that you have to run the ball, you are running the ball. You take the Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Denver, right down the line, and just it's it's something we didn't have, I don't think, before. And I mean, how has it happened? Do you think is it grown? I mean, and how much pride do you guys take in that? Um, I think I think what, what our team has improved upon uh, the most is the broken plays, the outside the pocket plays, um, and that's where Mahomes has the uh, where that big arm comes into factor because he's able to you know throw it in those tight windows of like you've seen the one over defender. Um, across his body defender in his face uh, outside the pocket that he threw to Chris Conley the other night. That was a great catch. And, you know, some of those plays, that's what we, you know, that's what we need in order to get to those next level. Um, we used to have those long drives, you know, yes, 16, 17, 18 play <laughs> long drives. Uh, now we, we cut that in, I mean, cut that in a big fraction. <laughs> the other thing that's apparent, which is cool, We've been the best team in the NFL of overcoming what we'd think, well, that down a distance, second and 30 uh, at Denver, third and 15 in that Charger game that you had to play on and several you had. But just don't, it doesn't matter down a distance. What about having that kind of offense where it doesn't matter if you're behind the chains, we'll figure it out? Um, I mean, it's a good thing, but then it's also a bad thing because you never want to lose sight of the fundamentals of the small things to win those big type of games that's going to help us later on in the year. Um, achieve that goal, and that's to win the Super Bowl. Uh, we have to, you know, convert those third downs, and we have to, if we need to march the ball down the field, then that's what we're going to have to do. We can't just go sometimes and just maybe score on one or two. Um, that may hurt our defense sometimes. So as a, a team collectively, offense, defense, and special teams, you know, we have to go out there together and try to work cohesively. The other thing that's real apparent, you go, and I love this about our team, is the screen game and yes. how it's affected. I'm, okay, the screen game is as, bad, it's as good as it's been since Coach has been here at the beginning of 2013. What has made this, and you're right in the middle of this because some of our best screens have involved you. What has made it so good this year? Um, I want to say, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I mean, nothing has really changed on our part. It's just been happening for us. Um, how keeps timing on those, right? You've got to sell it like, hey, this it's is hard a- to practice. It's hard to practice because you don't get the game speed look as far as the rushers on where the back should exit out the backfield and the quarterback timing on where you should throw it over the defender or not. So it's hard to really practice. Um, it, it's funny that you say that because this offseason we were joking about it and we were just like, man, like th- none of our screens ever worked. Like <laughs> it was just like for the last couple of years, it was just like like un, like we make good good mileage on them sometimes, but like they usually never work. Like and all the other teams you see scoring touchdowns, long touchdowns, making big plays off the screen, and 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 just this year, I don't know. Like it's just that's how you know that Andy Reid and the staff and uh you know Brett Veach and you know everyone just in that kingdom is working together and we've grown over the years that we've been here and it's a lot to be excited for you're a giant part of this my friend because the screen game you're so good at it you got to sell it as a running back they think it's and then all of a sudden you pop out and those the timing you're a big part of this so let's go you're the first player in chief's history of an active player not a, that's going to use the golden hammer 
Because when you're on a screen, like a, so teams have you third and 15, just like the Chargers did, right? Here comes my man, 32, sells it like, oh, we ain't running a screen. All of a sudden, screen, 15 yards. It devastates a defense. So when you run a screen like that, you're able to put the hammer down, baby. You got it. And that's the first time in Chiefs Kingdom history that a current player has used the new golden hammer. Wow. So there you go. It's a big deal, buddy. I'm just saying. Well, thank you. Thank you. This is definitely a yes, Lord moment for me. It is a yes, Lord. Well, we got more of those coming. When we come back, you're going to find out more about this guy and what he brings to the table, literally. We'll be back with Spencer Ware, Chiefs running back, with us tonight as we get ready for Sunday night football against the Bengals. We're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs at the intersection of 40 Highway and Missouri 7. We'll be back more with Spence after this on the... Chiefs, Fox, Football, Radio, Network. Delayed blitz by New England. Mahomes, corner pattern right. He wants Tyree Kill makes the catch. Far side, touchdown, Kansas City. The Cheetah burned him last year. He burns him tonight on a 14-yard corner pattern. And the Chiefs got into the red zone against that good New England Patriot defense. Man, was the cheetah red hot in the second half. Three touchdowns. We see big Chief Eric out here tonight as well among our crew. So welcome to BCE. There with Susie Bling Bling and the Red Guard and uh, Snowstorm Sandy and the others. Reminder, we're at the Hy-Vee Market Grill tonight in Blue Springs, 40 Highway and Missouri Highway 7. Our Spencer uh, special guest tonight, Spencer Ware, Chiefs running back. And we're uh, giving Spencer some loot tonight. He gets a $100 gift certificate to Hy-Vee. And also $250 to Houndstooth. It's the best men's store in downtown at 507 Walnut. So uh, Houndstooth, a little uh, styling Thank for my guy, Thank Spencer Ware. Appreciate that. All right, we're going to get into some uh, fun here because it's awesome that we have Spencer Ware here this week because we're going to play Sunday night football against the Bengals, the team that their helmet looks like your bowling ball that you take to the bowling alley. <laughs> uh, but my... Good buddy here, number 32, Spencer Ware, is from the town of Cincinnati, Ohio. Yes, mm. I am. Mm. Played at Princeton High School. My wife and I were working on your high school career tonight. We were looking at this guy, and Coach Reed keeps reminding me every case, remember, hey, he was a high school quarterback. you got to know he's a high school quarterback. Coach Reed keeps reminding me of that. Your high school career was something else. A, somewhere between a four and five star would be four and a half star at Princeton High, right? And a quarterback, five star. Mm. So uh, let's tell us about your high school quarterback career. Um, well, let's just say I didn't start off very good. Um, I was good at I was good at rushing, but I was a good athlete, always a good athlete. Um, but just as far as the the quarterback position, I evolved. Uh, the next year, a lot of off-season work on just, like, film studying. That's when I really got into, like, film studying. And I think my freshman year, I went from – I probably only threw for probably, like, 1,300 yards, maybe, like, four touchdowns or, like, 12 interceptions. <laughs> Rough. Um, so I was a true freshman on, uh, on varsity. So 13 years old, 14 years old out there. Wow. Um, you know, I was making a lot of mistakes. And then the next year, you know, turning that, that 15, 16 – um, I mean, it was like a big difference from 3,000 passing yards and like 25 touchdowns and 1,000 rushing and 25 rushing touchdowns. So it was like a big jump on just on, 
just on how I picked up the game. This was one of the top recruits in the country. High, one of the best high school quarterbacks in the country for Cincinnati, Ohio, Princeton High School. How much did all that help you? How's that, how's that help you now understand uh, concepts of offense? Well, it helps me a lot in the passing game because I understand coverages and I understand the, uh, where the defense um, is trying to, I should say, lure you into, um, which is their help uh, on how they disguise their looks and things like that. Um, so that helps me. Um, it also hinders me like a little bit what well, it, ha- it has before when just the transition on coming from just the different angles as far as how a quarterback is attacked on when he's scrambling versus when a running back gets the ball on the angles he has to, you know, try to maneuver and make the people miss uh, coming from that position. So, But, you know, football is football. Make a guy miss, make a big play, go score. If you remember, we've already used him this year as a quarterback. Uh, actually, it's in what they call the wildcat, right, the direct snap to the running back. But we got – I don't want to give it up for the Bengal fans listening to us tonight, but we got some stuff here for this guy. I like what we have in the offense to say, let's let the old high school quarterback from Cincinnati Princeton show it. You already got it once, right? We ran it once. Yeah, yeah, we ran it once. We ran it once. I got a little pressure off of it. I had to – Get it out real hot, hot and high, you know, for Trav, 6'5", big body. So just go get it, get down, get the first. But I'm waiting on the opportunity for Big Red to let me open it up. Yeah, yeah. So when he throws the touchdown pass, you heard it here first. That would be huge to have a touchdown pass from our our guy, uh, Spencer Ware. Top recruit, decided to go to LSU. Now, when you hear me make a big play, I've said this before on the air, I say stomp on the plate. Here's another thing for you to look up at YouTube. This was a center fielder at LSU. He played center yeah. field. I'm telling you, this guy's something else. And I, there's a YouTube video against Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. right? You score, and you show a little attitude. So i got to be careful with this. But he stomps on the plate with both uh, feet on home plate. Tell us about that moment, and how much do you remember it? Um, well, I, I, I remember the, the game. Um, it was a lot of players that I played with. Um, that that are in the show um, as far as right now throughout the high school. So I played with a, a Midland organization in Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, Eric Hosmer was also a part of the team Midland that I was a part of. And a lot of the players that I played with, you know, went to play SEC, uh, you know, baseball. Some went to Vanderbilt and stuff like that. So we were out there all competing. <laughs> Vanderbilt's like number two. They got like Sonny Gray on the mound. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big-time game. So – I'm on third base, and the coach is just like, it's 0-0, and he's just like, I don't care where it is, just go. <laughs> so I'm just like, just go, and he's like, yeah, just go. And my luck, a little dribble right to the pitcher, and I'm just like, man, I got to get there. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, just that situation, I mean, anybody that plays, I mean, baseball, I mean, any sport, like it's a difference between Little League and grown-ups like is you know but grown man baseball spikes spikes in the air (laughs) and spikes in the air you got to get there go to youtube and look it up but when you hear he'll make a big play and there's times i'll say stomp on home plate and i say it just as a little kind of if you know what this guy is like center fielder lsu how 
I mean, you could have played in the show, right? If yeah. you said, do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, was Hosmer the biggest time guy you played with, or was there others? Um, yes, at that particular time, yes. I mean, as, yes. Okay. There's, quite, there's quite a few, but he was at the top. I'd never seen nobody hit it quite like him Yeah. before. So. But LSU's had some dudes now, right? The baseball guys. Oh, absolutely. That's Mikey Matuk, uh, they had Chad Jones, who was a two-score athlete. When I was there, he um, had, was a pitcher for the Reds for a while in the Reds organization. Uh, Jacoby Jones, one of my good friends. Uh, Nick Rumbelow, pitcher. Um, I mean, I can just continue and just keep going down the line as far as, like, just players that I played with in high school and baseball that are, you know, in the show, but also, you know, in football as well. You touch on something. Though. This is why he's one of my favorite guys. Because I love it when athletes play different sports. We decide now at eight, you're going to just do one thing, and that's all you do. How much the fact that you played baseball, that you were a multi-sport guy, help you in football? Um, well, ball skills, I mean, yeah. I dropped that ball yesterday. That I wasn't going to bring that up. That's <laughs> No, nah, I mean, I mean, it happens. Uh, when you made the play against the Chargers, though, in 16. It can't happen, but, it, you know, it happens yeah. every now and then. I mean, we are human, but at that particular time, it can't happen. I, I promise it won't happen again. Now, here's the other thing you did, though. They I, Was that a squib kick? What were they doing on that kickoff return? I have no idea. I have no either. It was, like, dumb. Like but that did make me feel like I was, you know, back in my infield days. Like, it was just like I still got it a little bit. So if you saw it, squib kick, Goskowski, did he miss it? Did he squib it? Whatever. We're going to fool it. No, you don't fool Spencer Ware. And I said it on the air. It was like you played it like you were an infielder, center fielder. I, I, the fact that skill set's got to Yeah, it's you. just the hand-eye coordination. And like you say, just being multi-sport and, um, you know, just using th- those different skills and, and bringing it over to, like, this game, like, it help you a whole lot. Like, as far as, like, the track runners, um, the jumpers, like, being able to translate that over to this game, the football field, you can be very dangerous. Um, Tyreek Hill, for example. Yeah, so. No kidding. I mean, he's a hooper. He thinks he's like James Harden. He's explosive. That's what he is. He's James Harden and wants to dunk and shoot it. That's why this guy's a poster uh, guy for me in a lot of discussions that I have with parents and kids about being a multi-sport athlete. Uh, we come back. It, that's a yes laud moment, too, when you get that squib Absolutely. kick like that. Absolutely. We'll come back. We're going to talk about that. you got kind of got your own design. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, before we go to break, we know he's got a terrific family. His little girl is just as cute as can be. But they got a new addition. they got a new little guy. And the Hy-Vee Management Group here in Blue Springs is going to present you with this little baby basket to take home. Thank so, you. There Thank you go. Appreciate yeah. that. And so you can change diapers tonight when you get home. Much Work. needed. Much yes, needed. yeah. You, you change diapers? You saved me from one coming here. <laughs> hey, brother, the more I can do for you. I thought, it was, you. I thought it was the wife, and then she was like, no, that's him. <laughs> I said, well, I got to go. Got to go. go. I got to do this show. <laughs> All right, we'll be back to close things out. Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs. Back with Spencer Ware after this. Uh, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Side rush. Mahomes stepping up. He's throwing deep. He's got Tyreek Hill wide open at the 35 left, sprinting. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City and New England sees the cheetah go for 75 yards on a catch, this time from Patrick Mahomes. For his second consecutive year, that was 
Huge. We're back at the Hy-Vee Market Grill in Blue Springs. Spencer Ware, my guest tonight as we get ready for his hometown team, Cincinnati Bengals for Sunday Night Football. Last a minute of the show, but you've done work with Sickle Cell. I know it's something near and dear to your heart, but tell us quickly about that and what you're doing. Um, so uh, for, the, for, for my foundation, it's the Sickle Cell Awareness Foundation. Um, I'm trying to raise awareness um, for the actual uh, disease. I feel like there's not enough people that's aware um, um, about it. Um, the ties that are close to me, my mom, uh, my family, that's uh, my intermediate. But on a bigger scale, there's more people that have it that, that people are aware of. Um, just talking to one of my teammates the other day, not going to disclose uh, the name, but um, his mother had just found out wow. that she had sickle cell. Yeah. Um, and I, I encourage that it's something that you go get tested for as far as like the trait because you don't know. Uh, most people think that it only affects um, the dark descent, African-Americans or Mexicans or anything like that. But just remember that two black people can make a white person that's called the albino. Yep. Now two white people including the Chiefs Kingdom show podcast only at kcchiefsradio.com you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football 